I'm Alec Baldwin, and you are listening to Mission Daily, selected as Best of 2018 by Apple. Mission Daily is the number one podcast for accelerated learning. Welcome back to another episode of the Mission Daily. This is Stephanie Postles, and I'm joined by Chad Grills. How's it hey, going? Hey, what's up, everyone? Today, we're talking about wisdom in our episode of Silicon Valley, or our theme week, I should say. Yeah. So what are we talking about today, Chad? The different ways that people around here approach wisdom and some of the lessons. So this isn't saying everybody practices these. In fact, far from it. But there is a subset of folks out here that are accelerating not just their learning, but retention and then implementation of information, of new ideas in a way that allows them to do more and be more. And I think that's uh, that's really cool. There's It's basically a culture of experimentation, mentorship, and then reflection and pause. And there are a lot of folks out here that take sabbaticals. That's a, a very common thing where people take a year or two years or sometimes maybe even three years in between ventures. That's really different. That makes people people start to feel like self-conscious, like, oh, I would never take three years off of work. Well, it's like these people aren't not doing anything. They're tinkering. They're doing a lot of different things that are might look hobbyish from the outside, but they actually are what's a key point of acquiring valuable information. Yep. Yeah. I uh, I definitely agree about the sabbaticals thing. When we first came out here, I met quite a few people who had done that, specifically one woman who led a satellite company. And she was telling me that she took three years of a sabbatical in Costa Rica with her kids and just was fully immersed in Costa Rica, teaching them different languages there and just being outside all day. And I was so, I was like, oh my gosh, like, how did you go back to your career? Like, you still had a job afterwards. You still like knew the world. Like, how did this work? And it was such a good reminder about how helpful it was for her to take a step away and mm-hmm. do the sabbatical. And everyone around here does that. Yeah. And I, I think when people tend to get anxious or think of that as like, how would I ever get back in the workplace? That is a very rational fear. It's a rational fear because you're typically going to be judged incredibly harshly anywhere else if you have a gap or a period where you did not work. That's ridiculous. And if you can't find a team of people who make hiring decisions at different businesses where you know you could always go to them for work, for a job, then you're not building deep relationships. And you've heard the expression that your network is your net worth. It's definitely true. And if you're not building those type of relationships and rapport with people, you have to start now. So if you feel anxious about it, it might just be a sign that you don't have enough people in your network who you could get business from or who would want to support you in your new ventures. And that can be, uh, again, pretty disheartening. Like we talked about in the first episode, I've, I've definitely felt that pain. I don't want others to go through it, but it's a, it's a sign of basically like where to look. So to take a few steps back. So we're talking about wisdom today four steps to you know get that wisdom or get to that place is taking a sabbatical your first suggestion or T- taking time off by yourself whether it's away whether it is just in isolation or semi-isolation is really really important who are you when there's no one else around if you haven't done that and if you haven't done that with the frequency or the length that's required to get really comfortable about it to no longer feel guilty because you're not putting in an eight-hour day every single day, then keep doing it and keep experimenting with it until you can feel relaxed and calm not doing anything. Yep. And I think that's a really good idea too, to take that time off. And I think extended time off is needed because it takes a few days to get into it. 
And then you can start to think about what do I really want to do? Get back to those childlike experiences that you really love, like we've talked about before, and pick things out that you want to do just because you want to do them. You want to be outside all day. You want to hike. You want to just sit and read in front of a fire, like a fire. You should be able to choose those things, but it might take a couple of days to get into. And having that time off is what I think has changed our mindsets a lot. And we want to keep working towards that to get to a place where we can take even longer time off to be able to reset, recharge, and get back to it with a more excited spirit. Definitely. And William Blake said that the road to wisdom is paved by excess. And many people hear excess and think, oh, the seven deadly sins, I don't want to do that. And by excess, he means just lots of things. You're not going to get somewhere that is a... uh, a challenge through small steps. You're going to get there by massive leaps and bounds. And taking that time out to acquire wisdom doesn't necessarily involve doing anything. It's kind of a paradox, but wisdom comes from being calm, basically. And in the calm, in the quiet, you're going to find new perspective and new insights. And having faith that it will be there is something that is important in order to take that leap of, I'm going to take time away it's fine. I have enough money. I can rest easy and just relax in that time. Yep. I think also really planning how to get there is how people can apply this step in their own life. So figuring out, okay, in three months from now or every quarter, I plan on taking a certain length of a trip off. Making sure that you can start setting up these plans to where you can't break them throughout the year is step one to be able to start moving in that direction to take the time off to recharge and have a good time. Yeah. And you're going to feel like you want to break them as they approach. That's the thing. If you've built habits elsewhere that are the habit of daily work is something that's very hard to shake. And there's a very fine line between habits and addiction. And I would argue that most all of us are addicted at some point, at some level to work. So it's up to you to explore how deep that addiction goes. Is it rational as in you don't have the resources you need? Are you working super, super hard because of that? Or is it irrational? I.e. you have more than enough. You can retire if you want. And you know you just have to take a, an honest look about where you're at. Yeah, love it. So the second piece on wisdom that I've seen here that I haven't seen elsewhere is the ability to try brand new experiences very frequently. So, I mean, and maybe... You know, back in Maryland, I just wasn't used to people doing this very often, but I come mm. out here and I hear people doing stuff that I've never heard of, whether it's, you know, going shark diving off the coast, off that one island. Yeah, with, Fallon Islands. Yeah, like going shark diving there or going on the zero gravity type flights or going in the cryotherapy stuff. Like everyone's experimenting with different things that could, you know, give them a new experience that expands their whole mindset that helps their health or wealth or wisdom. Yeah. And I think being open to those new experiences is something that was very eye-opening out here of like, sure, why not try it? Why not try something brand new that seems scary or I don't know what's on the other side? Why not? Yeah. And the, I guess the first way to become better at that or to do that is to say something like consciousness expansion and not smirk, not treated as a, uh, a joke, but treated as something that is fascinating. It's very important and it's potentially limitless, i.e. the amount of clarity wisdom and insight that you can potentially gain is uh, unknowable to you right now. I'm saying that literally about myself, like the amount I will learn in the next six months is going to be staggering. And I'm going to look back at what I'm doing now and laugh thinking I knew so little. I was such an idiot. I can't believe I said those things, but that's okay. I'm saying that's That's part of the game and starting to have more compassion with yourself and just look back and laugh and, and say, that's okay. That guy, that gal back there, they kind of make me embarrassed. They kind of make me cringe, but they help me get to where I'm at now. 
And having that type of like love and acceptance, I think is another key to wisdom. If you don't fully love yourself, if you're not fully invested in who you're becoming in that crazy experiment, it's going to be hard to be authentic. And if you're not authentic, you're not going to connect. And I think to the, some of the, the folks in the community that we've hung out here too, just to be honest, like it's very intimidating in a lot of ways because there are so many different people out here that have achieved incredible success in uh, their career, in their profession, in the art realm. And that can be very intimidating hanging around those people. So I would encourage you, if you haven't felt extreme mental or monetary intimidation with your peer group, with your circle of friends, I would encourage you to go out and try to find that. I think that is a the key to wisdom as well, is being in those situations enough until you feel comfortable and being in those situations until you are, I guess, patient enough to find the reality and find the truth, which is the other person, they're not judging you like you think they are. They're not even thinking about you. They're thinking about other things. And until you can prove that to yourself, I think it's going to be hard to take the risks you need to get to wisdom, get to a place where you feel really confident and smart. Yeah. I think a lot of times we get intimidated by people and we don't realize that what we're perceiving, whether it's on social media, whether it's the way they talk or carry themselves, they might be just as intimidated by you and you don't even realize it. So I think that's really helpful going into any new relationship, not only loving yourself, loving other people and realizing that we're all here trying to do a great job and build those relationships. Mission.org is a media company with a daily newsletter, network of podcasts, and brand studio designed to accelerate learning. Head to mission.org to get award-winning podcasts like The Mission Daily, The Story, IT Visionaries, Education Trends, Marketing Trends, Future of Cities, and more. Mission Studios has worked with companies like Salesforce, Twilio, and Katera, to create custom media channels that drive results. Make sure to subscribe to the mission's daily newsletter at mission.org. Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.